and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host for the evening, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Thank you for not making me say hello, so I will say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Idaho! Go to the internet. This week's James's voice will be dubbed over afterwards because he has destroyed his face. <laughs> Literally just gone to the bathroom to rip a tooth out. What a classy act. <laughs> classy. In fairness, it's pretty fucking hardcore. So he's got he gets props for that. No, well, he doesn't. He does get props for that. Well, it's more that he's really got into method acting. <laughs> I mean you can't imagine Rogar going to the dentist, can you? <laughs> nah, just spit that fang out. I mean they're falling out by de- by the day anyway, you know he's a ghoul, so he just eat it again. Say Rogar, Rogar wouldn't be spitting them out because you know Ro- Rogar needs them to eat people. Yeah, mm. you're gonna have to get like dentures put in because you're a ghoul, mate. You are falling apart. <laughs> it, t- it takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Decay is a slow process. Uh, well, they will be reprising their regular roles as Tommy Hawkins, our human gunslinger; Sophia Landrin, our human clericky fighter person. And Rogar McLeod, our dragonborn paladin sorcerer. That's a lot of titles, that. It is. Cool dragonborn paladin sorcerer. He likes his, you know, double barreledness, <laughs> doesn't he? Mm. <laughs> always got to be different. One person always has to be different. <laughs> uh, well, we rejoin our heroes being very, very stinky in a sewer. Oh, I love it. That's Tommy's home. <laughs> bit damper than usual, but yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, last week, last week was a good old time. You interrogated an old man who escaped from your clutches, and you went diving in sewer water to be attacked by horrifying zombies that spat leeches on you. Yeah, that wasn't so good. No. Fucking leeches. <laughs> oh, those leeches were fun. No, they weren't. Yes. They were just <laughs> death by a thousand leech bites. It was awful. <laughs> Suckers. Uh, I just have to think up these unique ways to take you guys out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's one thing to throw like a big monster at us that we've got to kill, um, but yeah, leeches, man. Mm. I was just sad that my uh, other guy didn't get to use his parasitic worms on anyone, but c'est la vie. Yeah, I mean that that would have just killed us. So I'm kind of glad you didn't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Got to be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But uh, yeah, you went hunting down the second lead that you guys had on this whole little murder mystery now that Valman seemingly is either dead or disappeared. You're leaning towards disappeared, but who knows? You didn't go through the rubble. And it led you to a set of bodies that had been dressed up like the Watchers, but were now zombies. And some crazed guy in a robe who was this weird undead zombie thing made of worms. And Rogar took a bite of his now quickly decaying, rotting, falling apart body, and got a little vision. And I think that's pretty much where we're going to pick right back up after Rogar has opened his eyes and been bitten by more um, leech damage. Yes. Uh, so first thing we're going to do is going to clear off the rest of the leeches, if I can. Okay, do me a uh, d6 and a half. And I assume, is anyone going to help him? As you're coming uh, around the Go corner? on then. Yeah, I'll give him a hand. Are we still on the map? Oh, there we are. Yeah. yeah. Found me. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a hand. Help We're not in him. order now, are we? Uh, no, if you're all going to take the action to knock them off now. Nah, it's yeah. Fine. Solara fine. will help. She'll knock one off. 
Oh, so are, are we saying that I'm pretty much clear of leeches? Yeah, you took that last bit of damage, and now you're fine. Yeah. All right. So, um, what do you ghoul I see, Rogar? Oh, and have you got any potions? Uh, I do have some potions. Um, so I will pass Sophia a superior healing potion. Ooh. That's what I have. Nice, thank you. Um, just let me remember what you have to roll. It's in my book. Uh, 8d4 plus 8. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, that is sexy. <laughs> Anyone else thinking that's sexy? It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's no, pretty it's decent. Yeah, I could... Um, I'm not sure. I'm about... Uh, I feel about half my normal strength. So, um, to make a game or anything, but... Oh, I mean, I'll tell you what. Because I'm be- because I'm feeling nice. Um I'm trying to I'm trying to think of how many of these I got. Uh I think I think I only had one of those, but I have two greater healing potions as well. So I, will, I almost died, Tommy. Yeah, so you, I will hand fine. one I will hand one of those to Tommy and be nice. Yeah. And a greater healing potion and I'll hand Solara the other one. Cool, thanks, mate. I might okay. hang on to it because So I'm crossing them off my list now. Okay, cool. So now you Cheers. have them. Cheers, dude. And uh, Sophia heals up 28 points from that superior healing as well. Indeed. Oh, but I, I'm going to say... Right, okay, so he voluntarily killed himself for something called a ball spawn. Now, I, 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 I want to do a history check because I know I know what that is, but <laughs> I don't know if Rogar does. Um, I'd say, well, you could do two different checks. Uh, you okay. could do a religion check to kind of know what they are. And a history check to know if there's been any sort of mentions of that sort of thing in recent history. Okay. So, religion... And I'll say, if you're saying that out loud, Sophia can also get a religion check on that. Okay. Um, would I get advantage at all if I checked my book? Um, the Dead Gods book? Or okay. the, the General Gaudi, Gaudi God book? Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah, okay, I'd give you advantage on that, because it'd be the sort of thing that might be mentioned in there. I only got a nine, so yeah, let's hope. So I got an eighteen on my religion. Um, okay. History. History would just be a straight roll, though, because that's just whether you've heard something. A five on my history. Five. Okay. Um, a nine, Sophia. The name almost rings a bell. Like maybe Halson mentioned to them to you at some point, but he's taught you a lot of shit in the last like few weeks, and it's hard to remember every little detail. Um, Rogar with an eighteen, however. You are indeed familiar with the concept of a Baal spawn. They are essentially the children of Baal. Hence the name. Shocking that, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, who'd have thought, right? You know, Rogar, that there was a time not too long ago where Baal was alive and doing his thing as the god of uh, murder, essentially. Death, in the actual act of death. And he was apparently aware of his own demise. Something was going to happen to him to take him out of the picture. And as a way to circumvent this and essentially restore himself to life, he went around fathering children. The idea being that he would implant his divine spark into mortal children, and then somehow he would use them to return. You're not entirely certain of the full details of this plan, but this was the sort of rumors circulating that this was Baal's great master plan. He had these children, and something was going to happen with them that would maybe help him return from the dead or re- 
empower him in some way. You're not entirely certain of all the details, but yes, the name Baalspawn, it means child of Baal. They are, in a sense, demigods. The other thing you're sort of vaguely aware of is not all Baalspawn know they're Baalspawn, as in yep. you could just be a random guy who kind of likes killing. Like A lot of them, unfortunately, give in to their uh, father's urges to just murder and cause havoc and mayhem. Occasionally, there's been the odd one through time that's been noted to not be a complete evil, unrepentant asshole, but they're few and far between. Yeah. Are so we all Ballsborn? Well, well, you um, know who your daddy is. Yeah, you know who your that's daddy true. is. And I know who mine is. Shut up, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Fucking I'm rubbing your father's in my face. <laughs> Mine's still at the store getting cigarettes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long oh. queue. There's a, there's a quarantine on. <laughs> R4 puts his hand on your shoulder. Father. <laughs> Fuck off, R4. <laughs> Even you know who your daddy is. Who's so, <laughs> uh, your daddy? In relaying this uh, information back to the party, um, like every 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 couple of like every couple of words, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wink at Tommy every time I say it. It's like you know, just to reaffirm that. You know, everybody here knows who their daddy is, but you. So, uh, but yeah, it. So, w- kind of what I gather from the from the vision and that is that we are dealing with a Barlspawn. And w- would I would there be a check I could do to see like because because in the reading that it mentions that Bar would use these children to you know basically try and get himself reincarnated almost. Mm. Is there any kind of checks I could do to see if I'd know? how they plan on doing that, or would that have been covered? That would have been covered in your religion if you'd rolled okay. high enough. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, you know, I'm just going to say, look, I don't know how they're going to do it, but, you know, my understanding is, you know, that sounds like what we're dealing with. We're dealing with, obviously, a murderer of some kind. So we say in the thing that's talking to Tommy in his head is a Baal spawn, then. It's not actually Baal. I don't know. Well, has, to- has Tommy told us that there's something talking to him in his head? He's yeah, made mention to it a few I'm times. Yeah. About the voice. I don't like the voice. I say I don't know because I wouldn't know how a Ballspawn would be able to do that. If as far as they know, you know, even if they know the Ballspawn, they don't necessarily have powers. So, so it could they be... don't necessarily have control of magic. So it could be Ball talking to me. He in your vo- oh. your voice said like to meta this. He said, "Say hello to Ball." Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I have no idea. Or maybe he's... I don't know. Well, I mean, at least I reckon we're dealing with at least one bar spawn somewhere. Yeah. And... Um, oh. I was just going to say, Solara, with an arcana check of a 15, just from that conversation, she kind of shrugs and goes, well, I mean, there are ways to communicate with people. I mean, Rogar, you can cast message at a short range, but there's more powerful versions things like sending or even artifacts like crystal balls. I mean, whoever this person is, maybe they have access to something like that? Oh, yeah, that would that would be... That makes sense. That would make a well, lot of sense. Yeah, well, whatever they are, whatever they're doing, they've got some kind of weird, sick fascination with me. Now, I don't know if it's just my rugged good looks, but it's really fucking me <laughs> off. Well, I'm going to be honest, I, su- I suggest we go and find out, you know, and the only way to do that... We've got to confront him, haven't we? Try and get well, let's go out of your head. Well, the reason we're down in this fucking dingy part of the sewer is we're looking for 
the watchers to see what's going on with them. Now, if it's taking out the watchers, then we are fucked, boys and girls. We might as well just go home now. But I want to still got to check and see if they're all right. And your bird. And your bird. Anna, yeah. Right, cool. should we get going then? I mean, was there anything else on that fucking maggoty thing? Uh, if you're going to inspect his robes, sure. I can tell you what you find. Okay. Uh, while, while you're doing that, I'm going to do uh, a lay on hands on myself and just heal myself back up. Cool. Just because again. Um, searching through this thing's rotten robes, you don't really find much of use until you see what would just look like a torn bit of paper. Hmm. And you remember that Reinhold was also holding a torn bit of paper. Mm. Can we Investigate. mush them up together? Yeah, put them together and do me an investigation. <laughs> what? Please roll something sensible on this, because it'd be hilarious if you roll low. Wait a minute. Sorry. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I come over and try and give, give the help action, like try and help you line up the piece of paper? Sure, I'll give you one roll with advantage, Sophia, and tell me what you, whether you can work this out. Twenty. Twenty. You put the two pieces of paper together and you read the words the and skies as the main bit of text on here. However, with the 20, it, this piece of paper rings a bit of a bell. You remember from some time back, actually, back when you were in the city, in fact, there was a slogan going round called Saw the Skies, as it was one of the nobles' little pet projects to open Varadin up to airships. Ooh. He had invested some funds into a tower not too far away from the city as essentially an airship port. It never really took off, though. So there yeah. were a bunch of tickets. <laughs> so there were a bunch of tickets that were essentially not used and just fell into disrepair. Some people you know, collected them as like a big failed thing from the nobles, you know, worth a little bit of money, that sort of thing, to the right collector. But this looks, now that you're putting these two together, like a torn-up ticket, and you have two or three pieces of it. That's really weird. Um, I relay that information to everybody. Has anyone been there? No, but I do remember those tickets, actually. Yeah, I, um, on my little bed around the back of the shops when I was little, I used to make them into a little blanket to crawl under. Yeah. Dreaming of a better world. Quite nice, you know, paper in that. It's quite um, quite comfy. So. Sorry, did you say this was a while ago? Yeah, this was a while ago. So, Rogar, from your point of view, all you know about airships and Varadin is, is that it was fucking annoying to get here because they don't have a port. <laughs> so you have Why to have a ship. Uh, no, because it never really took off. You've heard yeah. of it. You know vaguely where it is, but it was never fully finished. As far as you know, it's like... Uh, a singular tower. It's not even like a proper airship port, like what would have been set up with like warehouses and repair shops and things like that. It was like we started this project, started getting all geared up for it, and then it fell completely on its ass. How how far away from us would it be, sort of in terms of time to get there? Um, I'd say it's about thirty minutes from the city by foot. Just relay frustration. Uh, do I know what noble house it was? Uh, do me a history check. Just see if you remember. Oh, five. Can I can I have a go? Seeing as I used to sleep under a pile of them, <laughs> and I possibly yeah, learned to read off off a few of these. <laughs> sure. You don't know how to read. Fuck uh. off, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> a sixteen. Um, with a sixteen, uh, you would remember it was um, House Hague. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I heard that before. It was them fucking egg bastards. Yeah. Notable as for Sophia, just because it was a very embarrassing venture that lost them a lot of money. Yeah, it's pretty funny, that. <laughs> <laughs> Always nice when nobles fall on their asses. Almost makes them a human. No. Yeah. Say, what, Rogar would recognise that name, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know um, Garrett Haig was one of the members of the Varadin Council. Yeah. Uh, I met someone they hired once. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you yeah. tell? Yeah. Well, uh, he had the yeah. He was a very strange, very strange person. I'm assuming he's dead now. Oh, he's open. Yeah, 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 yeah. He compared me to a tabaxi once. Really? Yeah. But I mean, dude, no, does he not understand like basic biology? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, no offense. I mean, a lot of the scales have fallen off now, but. <laughs> Quite clearly, like lizard based. <laughs> we all know that Rogar has cat ears <laughs> and, and a trunk. <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, um, Rogar thinks we should press on through these uh, through these tunnels. Let's uh, you know find out where this thing's come from because there's a reason why it's down here. Is Rogar going to be speaking third person for the entire episode? I may well. <laughs> You're not the rock. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so... Yeah. All right. Let's. Um. I mean, I got to come and find out if the watchers are right anyway. So we might as well continue on. Although this this thing being thirty minutes outside the city means I think we should go and visit at some point fairly soon. Yeah. It's very worrying. Why would Why would they all have a little bit of this ticket? It's the exact same ticket, right? It's not... Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost like we're pulling at a plot thread here. <laughs> it pro- probably is saying this is where they will be meeting up. Um, but you want to find out what's happened to the Watchers. Rogar's... Rogar kind of sees this as, you know, we go forward, we deal with the immediate threat, and then we'll go find out what's going on later. But Yeah, I think we've, we've, got, to, we've got to get to... The, we've got a time limit. I think we're all clear oh, on yeah. that. Oh, yeah, keep forgetting about that. So we've got, to, we've got to keep moving. Okay, so you guys... What start. time is it now? Uh, now, I think it would be a little bit after 11 at this point. Ooh, let's go. No, actually, sorry, I think it was a bit after 11 after you left Valmans, correct? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'd say by now. I'd say by now, getting to Valmans and then here, but it's half 11. Okay, so we get we better get a shift on then. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. Especially with the sewers being flooded, it took a little while to get through as well. So yeah. as you make your way to the Watcher's hideout, which Tommy knows the route to pretty well now, so you don't need to make any rolls or anything for me here. You get down there and you op- open up the main door using the uh, the secret little uh, turning and knocking on different parts of it to unbolt things and unlatch and disarm the traps, and in you go, as they have shown you to do many times. And you are greeted by no one. Oh, shit. Tree beyond our guard? Yeah, I would. Mm, yeah. Weapons out? Yeah. Uh, do me some perception rolls. Okay. Me, 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 me. Okay. I have advantage. You go first. Why? As the group of you kind of go down this little ladder. To I got a 27, though, proper. natural. So straight up, so. Oh, fuck you then. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so you head down into this base, and Tommy with a 27, you kind of listen out. For just any sound, whether there's fighting, whether people are trying to be stealthy, and 
you don't hear anything of that. You do hear someone, sounds like just walking regularly, rustling paper from the sound of it. You hear um, a clink of glass, like maybe they're carrying lots of things. I'm going to motion to the others to stay put, and I'm going to stealth up, I think. Okay, do me a stealth. Uh, 21. 21. So you start uh, going all shadowy, roguelike gunslinger that you are, and you start creeping around the corridors of this, well, relatively uh, well-gitted-out base. And as you walk in for a few minutes, you eventually come across a man you recognize, who is currently carrying a big bundle of papers and is covered in lots of little vials and potions and things of that nature, because you see Jacob, the trader, who works for the Watchers and is an all-round nefarious individual. Mm-hmm. Is he the guy that wanted we wanted to get into business with and do Breaking Bad? He is. Yay! Right, so I'm going to sneak up behind him and see if I can get the drop on him. And... Yeah, if I can, sneak up behind him, get the drop on him, and blade to his throat. Mm-hmm. Um, where the fuck is everyone? Well, with a 21, you do manage to sneak up to him, and you put the, you kind of get nice up and close, and you put the blade to his throat, and he suddenly drops all the papers and goes, ah, What in the bloody hell is this? <laughs> Hello, Jacob. Now, listen here, old son. Calmly and quietly tell me where the fuck everyone is, and what the fuck is going on. Ah, uh, well, everyone is out on various bits of business, and like, he kind of starts trying to look over his shoulder a little bit. Tommy, what the fuck have you got a blade in my goddamn throat? Where is everyone? Because I've never come here, and everyone's been out on a mission. Seems fucking suspect to me. Come on, mate. What's going uh, on? Well, yeah, no, it ain't exactly the usual circumstances here. Uh, as far as I'm aware, we're just kind of spread a little bit thin at the moment, and the mistress had to leave on business, so a few people went with her. And then this morning, shit kicked off around the city in a few different places, so everyone got dispatched out. It's uh, unfortunate, but I have been left to uh, guard the premises, if you will. Wasn't exactly expecting anyone to find it, given that it's a secret base, but uh, oopsie on my side, I guess. He kind of looks down at the blade, like, can we dispense with this foolishness and actually talk face to face? I got a nine on that insight check. So, I mean, Jacob is one shifty motherfucker, but you're not. Uh, you don't think he's lying? <laughs> mm. Okay, so I'm gonna pretty much exactly say what you just said to me, Jacob. You're a shifty motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think you're lying. Listen, sorry about the br- the blade theatrics and that. But a few people have tried to kill me recently, and there was a very real threat to the Watchers, or at least one particular rather sensual, um, quite attractive Watcher, at least by the eyes. So I thought I'd better come and check it out. And seeing only your ugly mug in here made me a little bit suspicious. He uh, raises an eyebrow at you and goes, oh, oh yeah, that lass you've been uh, training with. Well, I, I saw her like an hour or so ago. She just went off to uh, sort a few things in town. Definitely not hers. If you see her... Are the rest of you guys coming up, by the way, or just leaving? I mean, <laughs> so so what, what, what time would it be you saw? You got a rough estimate? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He kind of thinks to himself for a moment, like scratches his head. 
a little bit over an hour ago, I guess. Something like that. A 12 on my insight. Do you think he's roughly right? I mean, you assume it's probably hard for him to kind of tell time underground in the sewers, but rough estimate. He probably did see her earlier this morning. He doesn't seem to be blatantly lying, then. No, doesn't seem no. to be. Oh, okay. Much more than he ever looks like he's always lying. Yeah, yeah sure, <laughs> sure. I mean, he's yeah. kind of like uh, rubs his nose a little bit, like acts shifty, pops his collar and kind of hunkers down as he tells you blatantly true information. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, tell me then. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it takes one to know one, doesn't it? So yeah. <laughs> I can spot a shifty individual. Right, well, okay, mate. So, sorry about the blade. Uh, yeah, so if she's all right, that's good. But Wait someone, a minute, does that fit into our timeline? Uh, an hour ago is... is an hour ago. We, we, yeah. we were fighting people an hour ago. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, 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 that presumes she's probably alive. Well, at least one watch, watch has bitten it, or one of them's lost... A mask, anyway, because it was. Are we still like stood out of this room while you're chatting with this guy, or are we actually are we going in? Um, do you know it's what? I, pro- <laughs> I probably I probably would have would have like, you know, I I don't want to be inviting the whole street into the secret watchers base. So, I mean, you, you're you're there as backup, but I'm I'm pretty much just going to find out what I need, and then we'll be out on our way. So, unless you guys particularly want to like come in. I'm assuming you can you can kind of tell that I'm talking. You can hear me chatting. I was just going to start talking to the head. All right, fine. <laughs> no. I mean that's 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 that seems very in character. So you carry on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and and do you know what? I actively don't care now because it's probably not the girl that I like. So <laughs> you do you, Rogar. You do you. As you're like putting the blade away and things, he looks at all the stuff he dropped on the phone and goes. Well, are you going to help pick it up, or is that just for Muggins here to do? Uh, I'm. What, 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 what's he dropped? Uh, he's dropped a bunch of potions near him, and near you, there's a bunch of like these rolled up scrolls of paper. So they kind of come loose and starting to open up. I, I, I kind of grab a handful and have a glance at them while I'm picking them up. Okay. He starts like what gathering up. Yeah, he starts like gathering up his potions, all the little vials of drugs and other. Uh, unmentionable things he has. And as you're picking up the scrolls, he goes, uh, a bunch of new bounties came in this morning. It's uh, always nice to peruse before the rest of the girl get a good look. And Tommy, the first one you pick up, you see a very familiar face on it. Mm-hmm. The little gnomish face of Valman. Oh no. Uh, I'll be taking this one, mate. Um, why? Is uh, the I guild? Know. That's all right. I um, I think I can, you know, I've been doing a few favors for the guild, as you well know, and I think I might know this guy, and I think I could get the drop on him. So, uh, do me a persuasion. All right. To find it, I don't usually do persuasions. <laughs> a nineteen. Fuck me. You <laughs> should do it more often. <laughs> I, I I get no bonuses to it at all. It's a straight ten. Wow. <laughs> um, you kind of just well, I mean. I suppose, I mean, they're open to anyone, really. Um, which one are you looking at? Uh, it's this gnome character. Do you know who put it in? Oh, that one. He kind of, he takes it off you for a moment, like opens it up properly. And you notice, I mean, you've seen bounties before, and this one looks a little strange. For starters, there's no um, country or law enforcement mentioned. There's no, like, report to this person. It simply says, Valmin wanted alive. And 
where the seal that like normally the city ruler would put, like someone like Kren or like any other king or lord from a different uh, continent or country would put their symbol, you see a symbol that you recognize. You see what looks like a mechanical spider that rests upon a blood-red circle, and you recognize the symbol of the firm. Ooh. He was not up to any good, was he? He's, he's a member of the firm, and he's not been working well with them recently. Uh, but I'm, I'm not telling you guys this because this, you're not in ears, yeah. in, just um, in earshot, but fucking Al Varmin. He's always getting himself into shit. Wait a minute. Right, um, that's all Tommy's in a monologue. But yeah, so um, this is a bit of a bit of a weird bounty, this one, isn't it? No, no rulers, no, uh, none of the usual stamps and clearances and that. Jacob sort of nods and then like turns it around a few times. And goes, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen these before. They're normally uh, pretty rare sort of bounties. These ones, you know. Uh, look at this. And he kind of turns the bounty around and written in like very fine, almost invisible writing. You just see lots and lots of little arcane symbols and he goes this right here is like a spell scroll they kind of write it on the back of the bounty and it'll have some sort of spell that lets you contact the people who set it up very secretive right like whoever's put this out i mean don't even say a reward i'm guessing it's the sort of you do this for as you name your price type thing <laughs> well i could i could do a name my own price you know always do with a bit of extra cash so yeah um, i'll take that thanks very much mate and i um Stick my hand out to get it back. Yeah, he kind of rolls it up and just hands it back to you. Cool. Um, I'm going to shove that inside my um, my long coat. Uh, well, look, seems like everything's going okay. Um, uh, I'll best be off then, mate, because I've got a few other things I need to sort out this morning. But uh, yeah, sorry about the blade again. Ah, uh, not to worry, not to worry. Just uh, remember when you cash in that bounty for all that money. Remember your old pal Jacob. He's always got the stuff ah. you want. <laughs> Fair play, mate. Fair play. Actually, do you want to see if he's got anything that you want? Um, I mean, it's, I've not really got a huge amount of time for shopping, but yeah, let's not have it. That's very true. You can fuck off if you want. How far are we from... Um... You got any, um, got any bags of holding? <laughs> uh, bag of holding? Uh, hang on a bit. And he kind of opens his cloak up and starts looking inside all these various things he's got and then pulls out this kind of medium-sized little black satchel and he goes, uh... This one is a bag of holding, not a bag of devouring. Made that mistake one too many times. And he kind of throws it at you and goes, uh, I'll give you that one. Or let's say, because it's you, 200 gold. Uh, Done deal, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, go on then. Sold. Excellent. Yeah, takes the money off you and like just disappears into a fold in his cloak somewhere. You'd think he would uh, use a bag of holding, you know. For oh, I do crap. have. I have lots of bags of holding. What What do you think this cloak is? <laughs> bags of holding. <laughs> Pulls out a halberd. Look, it goes right in. <laughs> right, so yeah. Um, bag of holding, sweet. We can do some swapping of gear later on. Use your uh, own money for that. What? Use my own money? We use the group money for that. Oh, you, you won the fight. We use the group money for that. Oh. <laughs> It's the group bag of holding. Well, tell Rogar that, because I ain't got fuck all. We've got money. Well, I suppose you, technically you the money's still the have, You still have, like, the, the pot of money that we had at the beginning. Do we? Yeah, yeah we've got all that money still. You Rogar's do not give that it. to me. You get, I took my third. 
You guys still have yours. Yeah, you guys had a group fund, but you can uh, yeah. argue the details of who's paying what later. Just one of you jot down that you owe me 200 gold. <laughs> <laughs> you love that, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I will take My it off. Will yeah, now I'm going to take it off. Okay. All right, fine, yeah. cool. Sorted. Yay, bag of holding. Okay, so Stop now fighting spare now. bag of holding, given that Rogar's is literally full. <laughs> <laughs> so all that tail meat. Tail meat and a shitload of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Tommy, how much did you win? Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, two grand. Okay. That's getting in the, going in the bag. Uh, it's not. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll see. I don't give a we'll, shit. Let's we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. Right. Yeah. Um, onwards to the Rat Runners. Um, yeah, and Sharpish. Are we going there or are we going to this place where we've pretty much worked out the meeting? Um... Well, we had, we had a time limit. So, I was like, we assumed it was the Rat Runners because of big hand, uh, hand. Mm. but I, that doesn't mean anything really. That mean was just us assuming. What do you think? We Worth going. I mean, we got. Wait, uh, how long have we got? So, what's what, what? So, roughly, if we went to the Rat Runners now, how long would we have? Um, if you went to the Rat Runners now, then tried to leave the city on top of that, you'd probably arrive, maybe like one ish. So, yeah, so it'd be like half an hour late. Out of yeah. time, yeah. Right. Let's go. Out of we, well, let's, let's go, go to the tower. Yeah. Let's just split the pie. We we know we know wherever we go, we're gonna get in a fight because it's us. <laughs> <laughs> and we know if we get in a fight and it's one or two of us on our own, we're fucked. I mean, and to be fair, because because the encounters we'll be facing will likely be. Targeted at a party of four. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, one of us might be bar spawn, so one I don't want to pair up with. <laughs> How do you all know your fathers are your real fathers? You don't. Your father's a dick. Your father's dead. I don't know your father. I'm pointing at Lara. What's Lara? Does she know her father? Um, Sorry, love. Yeah, I mean, he was a, just a simple farming sort. Sent me off to the college to uh, you know, develop natural powers and things. Good man. Nice guy. Cool. We still write uh, Christmas cards to each other. Yeah. Probably not a basketball then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's never shown any tendencies, I guess. I mean, don't, don't strike me as the Christmas card type. Uh, Funnily enough, I've never heard of Christmas before. What's that? Oh, it's a strange thing we elves do. Um, <laughs> really more of a full elven custom, but uh, my family still sticks with it for some reason. Fair play. Uh, onwards to, yeah, I guess we're going to have to leave the city, aren't we? Because I'm assuming, perhaps wrongly, but the time limit is for finding out what's going on at this place. Um, and I'm just hope. so if we leave the city and get there, she said about half an hour? Half an hour from the city, yeah. So, uh, if you guys leave now and just pelt it the whole way, you would be arriving there probably just about bang on time. Okay, we're going to have to go then. Cool. Let's do it. So, um, oh, you know what? Ain't we no short rest for that, the wicked. Do with that bat. What, Dwayne? Dwayne! I mean, it's not going to hurt for Rogar to summon Dwayne. It'd be nice to see him again. I mean, I'm more than happy to summon Dwayne if the people would wish. Yeah! Wait, wait, have I met? No, I have met Dwayne, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you've all met. Everybody's met Dwayne. 
Yeah, okay. he, 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 he rocked up in the arena that time when we were fighting giants. Uh, that was oh, it. He's not on my character list. No. no That's because you, you use him so infrequently. You took him off your spell sheet. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, no, Dwayne. Bye, Dwayne. <laughs> Is he actually just... You, 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 you deliberately can't get him back? Is it just, or is it just you, you've not written him out? He'd need to long rest to swap his spells. Oh, really? So it's literally yeah. you, you've got to have the spell. Oh, no, Dwayne, then. Wait, wait, Sad wait, wait, Dwayne. wait, wait. Yeah, because if you didn't prepare him for the day, then yeah, you don't have him. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't have it down as prepared. Yeah, so. Sad times, no, Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne be... stays forgotten. Dwayne, the bat jump. I just didn't prepare it today. Okay, maybe yeah. tomorrow. Okay, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Pick Zone of Truth instead. <laughs> I, I, I have two paladin, two known paladin spells at second level. So, you know. Okay. So you guys are foregoing the Rat Runners and legging it straight to this oh. mysterious half-built airport. I can't get a short rest in there, can we? Um, While we're walking. No. Bugger fuck. Okay, off we go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, short okay. rest would be lovely right now, but about now, but it I'll is be what it is. Keep yourselves. <laughs> yeah, well, if 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 one of us actually walked into combat instead of just Baywatch running, then <laughs> we'd be in a similar boat. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. He was blind for a bit there, so. Yeah, he was blind. True. Yeah, he. If he had empathy, he would have felt what um <laughs> <laughs> what his compadre felt back in the Dreamlands, but. You guys wouldn't know that. <laughs> no, I would. Well, Tommy and Sophia wouldn't, but me and Flo, as listeners, definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> in any case, anyway. off you go. Uh, off you go. So you make your way back up to the city streets and run like hell. I take it. Pretty to, much. Uh, try and make your way over there. You get through the. Uh, currently being rebuilt, city gates, and start heading to where Sophia has a vague idea of where this airship docking station type thing is. And yeah, it is a relatively uneventful run, so let's just fast forward up until, oh, let's say around 12.25. Sun is high in the air, and in the distance, probably still around five, six hundred feet, maybe a bit further, in fact, away, you can see what looks like a tower that has a bit of a landing section built onto the top of it, like a um, platform so that people could board and unboard. But you can see it's literally just one tower. Like, there was clearly supposed to be far more built here in this kind of opening that uh, sort of breaks off from a little bit of a wooded area. And, well, as it is a nice, bright, clear day, you see two things approaching the tower to flying things. Oh dear. Both rather large. The first one that I'm going to show you is the smaller of the two. And I'm going to bring this picture up before I start describing it. You've got to get the groans in. Ah. You see an airship, a part metallic, part wooden, rather advanced looking airship that is very quickly making its way towards that tower. This one seems to be completely unmarked. It bears no banners or insignia, but uh, looks like you would guess it's been built maybe for speed and perhaps even stealth from its lightweight trappings. But it does 
still appear to be armed with uh, ballista upon it. Uh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Says Tommy, who, who's never left the city except for that one time with you guys. <laughs> yeah, so it is a... Um, you would guess roughly around 80 foot long by maybe 20 foot wide airship being propelled along seemingly by propellers and probably some form of magical engine inside to keep it aloft. It has a sail to help with direction, but generally it seems very sleek, very sort of built for stealth and speed. But you do see four ballista attached to it. The second ship you see is far larger and is a little bit more worrying. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see a massive airship, probably around, you'd take a best guess, is about 100, maybe 120 foot long. In fact, maybe even under 130 at a, at a guess. It is seemingly heavily armed and armored. It could crew a hell of a lot of people. And it does bear insignia. This one, you see painted onto the side of it, that same mechanical spider on a red circle. Ah, uh, fuck. And what? Tommy, it does seem to have a bit of a sort of clockwork mechanical feel to parts of the ship. That fucking monstrosity belongs to the firm. The firm? The Guild of Master Craftsmen. Velmin had dealings and was... Kind of a bit of a member, although, yeah, he obviously seems to have fallen a little bit out of favour with them at the moment, which is why they've kidnapped him. Why do you say they've kidnapped him? Well, the um, the pair of knob jockeys who are killed outside of Bellman's shop were taking him to this place. That ship bears the same iconography as both this bounty for Valmin and the sign in the back of Valmin's shop. These fuckers... Oh, and um, a little bit about what Valmin said to me, that he'd fallen out of favour with them somewhat recently over some of his designs. So, surmising all of these things and putting it all together, that's what I think. You've used some really big words for you there, Tommy. Yes, you do have a big gob on you too, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> right, that all kind of makes sense. I mean, I still doesn't understand how this fits in with A, a bar spawn, and B, the symbol of Baal being on our door. No, I haven't got to that bit just yet, but I was a little bit preoccupied by the fucking enormous airship in the sky. <laughs> I was going to pull out the head and be like, oh, airship. Is he going to keep that till it rots? I mean, you can eat it now, mate. I don't give a fuck. It gets better with age. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I will say on the much larger airship, you also notice an array of weaponry, including ballistas, some larger looking uh, siege weaponry, a massive ram and cannons. Yeah, I think we probably best keep our distance from that thing because I don't see any pom-poms or bofers or any kind of anti-aircraft guns around. So uh, we, don't, we don't happen to know anybody who's in that guild or anything, do we? Apart from Valmin. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I do, do I? Uh, nope, you don't know anyone. I wouldn't, uh, Valmin would have kept me out of that part of mm. his life, probably. Uh, yeah, no. Can we see any really, like, 
uh, I assume they're both coming to this platform. They do seem to be heading that way, yes. See anybody on the platform? Um, you'd have to get, start getting a bit closer to make anyone out properly, but uh, that you make a perception if you're going to get, let's say, within about 400 feet from the tower. I'm going to do that, yeah. Oh, why not? Okay, do me a perception. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get spotted, but um, 18. 18. 18. And uh, Tommy, you're going closer as well? Uh, yeah, but I think I might, well... Or you can stealth up, up and try to get a lot closer. I mean, that's up to you. I might stealth up at least to where Rogar is, and then if I feel confident, I'll move up even further. So uh, let me hit up a stealth. A 31. Yeah, I'm going close. <laughs> 31. <laughs> Stealthy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, still not, not, not stupid close, but uh, a, bit, a bit closer than Rogar, so I, can, so I could kind of make out faces. Mm-hmm. But, not, okay. but maybe not what people are saying or anything like that. Kind of thing. Okay, sure. You don't want to get close enough for conversations yet. That's fine. Um, Rogar, you look up at the platform and currently you don't see anyone stood on it, but you can see some figures outside the tower. Tommy, getting a little bit closer with your uh, 31 stealth, you make out a few figures. One, a man that you've never seen before and don't recognize he's wearing light armor and Mm. carrying a spear. He seems to be in conversation with another man who (sighs) rings a bell somewhat. He stood there wearing guard's armor, and he seems to be in animated conversation with this uh, second gentleman. And you do notice outside the tower door, tied to two wooden poles, are two other guardsmen. Tied? Yeah. Their arms bound and their legs bound are tied to these wooden stakes in the ground. And you can just sort of make out that they seem to be moving, like writhing a little bit. Mm. Do you get any closer to try to hear what's being said? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Also, do remember, I think you're still wearing the Cloak of Elven kind, aren't you? So you get advantage on stealth. I do Unless get advantage on stealth. That's very true, yeah. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. I thought it was a plus to stealth, but it's not. It's an advantage, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I just assumed that you were using that. Sorry. Uh, no, no, I'm just, just really, really good at stealth, even without it. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the horn of alarm or whatever it's called, just in case. Horn yeah, yeah I, I will. I will blow the horn of Gondor mm-hmm. if cool. <laughs> I get too close. So just to be clear, um, Rogar, Sophia, R four, and Solara are staying like four hundred feet away of the tower. Or are you guys getting any closer? Ah, oh, shit. If, you want, if if Tommy's relaying the plan to us that he's going to stealth up, then Rogar will. Uh, We'll let him go because Rogar knows he's not a stealthy boy. Makes sense. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I might. I might as well move up on my own, and then I can always blow the horn of Gondor if I need assistance. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Smart. Makes sense. Makes more sense. Cool. So yes, I will. I will continue stealthing up a bit closer and see what I can see. CC. Do you want me to make another roll? Uh, yeah. Maybe another stealth with advantage, and we'll see what you see as you get close and hope that they don't see you. Uh, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. You feel uh, pretty stealthy. <laughs> so I'll say that you, what, do you want to go all the way up to like 100 feet away? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to be able to, to to hear what's being said and not miss too much. Okay, well, let's put you, let's say more like 80 feet away. You can start picking up their conversation because they're not being quiet. But... Okay. And so do I recognize can. any faces any, now I'm a bit closer? Or um... look at that man that I, that you think I thought I vaguely recognized? 
do me just a raw intelligence. Uh, How about you getting closer? Okay. Uh, unskilled intelligence check. Straight up. No bonuses. A 14. 14. Now that you're a little bit closer, the man who seems to be wearing a guard's uniform does look a little familiar. He was the guard who came around your house this morning. And in fact, with a 14, this is the guard who used to work on the gate. The one who let you guys into the city on your first ever day. The one who let you out of the city when you went to go collecting bounties. Ah... And a name uh, suddenly comes back to you upon seeing his face. Lorik. Mm, mm, yes. Someone has been a naughty little boy feeding information back. Mm. Did say that someone's been watching you. Yes, someone has, haven't they? And who better to pass like, no notice than a bog-standard guard? The lightly armoured man with the spear is... Seemingly a little bit cross at Lorik, and he's kind of pacing back and forth a little bit and goes, You know, I don't approve of this display. It's unseemly. What exactly are you doing to these men? Lorik is sort of sat on the floor with his head kind of bowed a little bit and seemingly just relaxing. And he looks up at the other man and goes, Oh, Kaelin, you do worry so much. Doesn't matter. They'll be here soon, and you'll get your payment. You need not worry why I'm here. It's fine. Our agreement is already set. You get to claim the bounty on the poor little gnome. Mm. Kaelin kind of looks at him and goes, Yes, I'm fine with that. I mean, all you asked for was a ship, and we have provided one for you. And it seems our uh, financiers have brought their own as well. Well, fine, you know what? I don't care what game you're up to. I will take the gnome to them. They're almost here now. And he sort of turns and goes inside the building. Well, Lorik sort of just sits there on the ground. As he closes his eyes, Tommy, you hear a voice in your head. Mm-hmm. It's almost time, Tommy. Almost time. Are you close by? It's time for our reckoning. Our yeah. reckoning? <laughs> You misunderstand things, my lad. You are not ready for that yet. No, 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 no. This has all been for your aid. I just want to help you. Don't you see that? I've put you in trial after trial to make you stronger. And now I simply set another for you. You know, you've been talking to me for a long time. Have you ever got the impression that I like you or that I have appreciated? any of these trials or little escapades you've sent me on? Oh, I do not need you to like me. I merely need you to do what you do best. I said earlier today that you and I are quite alike. Killers. It's what you've always been, Tommy. I've watched you. I've seen you in action. You don't care about people. You pretend you do. You keep a few close, but when it comes down to it... You just as easily slit the throat as anyone. That's what I like about you. It's honest. It's brutal. It's bloody, but it's honest. I see you they... go... Go on. Go on, then. Go on. You carry on monologuing. I'll, I'll just <laughs> say it. Well, I hope you're close, because if you are, soon you'll get the last sight you'll ever see of your little gnomish friend. Um, all right. While I've been talking to him, I've 
I'm going to be moving up slowly and stealthily. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to try and because I'm assuming Rogar and and party are um, within like they 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 can they know roughly where I am. Um, they know like the area. They don't know exactly where you are. They say okay. they're like 400 feet back, and you're at this point like 80 feet away from him. Do we um? We really need to keep these sending stones. Because <laughs> I really, really want to let you guys know that I'm going in. <laughs> uh, Tommy, as you're moving up or trying to get closer, you hear screams coming from the two guards that are tied to the stakes. And you watch as Lorik kind of looks to one side to another and you see this big, bright smile on his face as their rib cages burst open and out of their bodies drop these two creatures, humanoid, red-skinned, long black hair. If you didn't know any better, you'd say they looked almost elvish, except for this dark red skin. They're fully clothed, almost as if they'd pulled through these bodies from somewhere else. And as they pick themselves up from the ground, they look at Lorik, and they both drop to one knee and sort of bow their heads. And he lets out a laugh that you can hear just over this distance. And then you hear a voice again, and he goes, <laughs> Oh, it seems we're all prepared now. Tommy, I know you're close. I don't know where, but I'm certain you've worked out my little game by now, so you must be nearby. In fact, you couldn't hear me if you weren't. I think it's time I take my leave. But do try save your friend. If you don't... Well, I just guess you're going to have to find out where they take him. Won't that be fun? See, you say I don't care about people, yet here I am, and I'm getting pretty close now, but I'm still staying stealthy. Okay, how, how close do you want to have been to them, to him? Um, I will say, like, near the tower, there's not, like, many trees or anything. If you're staying reasonable distance, there's a bit of cover, but at am a I, certain am point, I in, it's somewhat open ground. Uh, I, I want to get into pistol shot range, really. Uh, it's like a hundred and twenty feet, something yeah. like that, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. What's your first increment? I think it's that. I, I need to. I, I I know you sent me it, but I I can't for the life of me remember the ranges. I've got all the other stats for the guns, but it's the ranges that I don't. Uh, no worries. I can just look at it quickly. If you could send me that across at some point, that'd be cool. Because uh, it's at some point in the mists of time, the, the full <laughs> full document of weapons has has, has left me, and I'm yeah. left with just the um just the stats that I had. Sure. Okay, so first range increment, pistol is 100, and pepper okay. box is 150. Okay, so pepper box, because that's not broken, thankfully. Rifle is, unfortunately, because that would have been really handy. But... <laughs> you don't want us there, do you? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to blow the horn of Gondor, but I don't oh. want you guys moving in. That's very true. We would have clumped along. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just to say the least. <laughs> I mean, I think if we hear gunshots, it's going to be quite likely that they've come from Tommy. Or at least we would assume that. So well, I don't think anyone else. I don't think anyone else we've encountered yet has guns because I don't think anyone else actually does have guns except Valmin and me. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogar, are you keeping an eye on the platform at the top? Yes. Yeah. At this point in time, you see two figures stood on the platform. One man holding a spear and a small figure that looks like a gnome. I'm with that bat right now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and the airships are both pulling up. 
Okay, I yeah, I, I don't see this, but I'm making up close enough to make it to take a pistol shot. Yeah, because you don't. Rogar knows this. is going to pretty much assume that that's Balmin. No, I know it's in many gnomes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start help like running. I'm quite far away. Do you know what? That's 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 quite a good thing actually. Yes, you, uh, I, I mean not that I can say anything at all at this point because I'm I'm way out of range of you hearing me. But yeah, actually the distraction of you running is probably a good thing right now. Yeah, I was gonna say Rogar's gonna set off running. I'm I'm gonna start jogging behind you, but like, why are you running? <laughs> Rogar just says, "Let's do this, Leroy." <laughs> 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 just to resurrect an ancient meme. <laughs> uh, so how close are you getting, Tommy? Give me a number. Uh, I mean, am I am I still in shrubbery with at 100 feet? Yes. Mm. Now, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to pull out both guns and I'm going to get as close as I possibly can to him and then just reveal myself guns, guns pointed. Okay. I'd say if you're going to get like close, you can get to within... 45 feet that still has some cover, but it is going to take a um, another stealth check from you. Okay. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to try and do it as quickly as I can because I know that um, like every second counts with Valmin. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Okay. Uh, 26. 26. Okay. As far as you're concerned, you believe you are unseen. Now, I am going to need us all to roll initiative. So let me if I put you guys. Over here, if you zoom out, you should see a little bit of the map on the far right-hand side. Oh, yeah. Jesus. What are we doing over there? Ah, well, when Tommy opens fire, you're all going to find out. Oh, I never said I was going to open fire. Okay, <laughs> well, let's get initiative going, just so okay, we know yeah. where one sits. Because we always do this wrong, but currently Tommy is stealthed and unseen. But that doesn't mean that everyone doesn't roll initiative. Ugh. We're going to try to do it right for once, and I'll probably fuck it up, but who cares? Yeah. Let's let's try. This 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 is this is going to be the 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 way we do combat. Okay. This this is this is how we do initiative and stealth, right? This this time we're going to do it right. He says that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we say that. I'm not putting any pressure on you, cooks. It's fine. We 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 we're just we're just going to do it because we're going to own it. Yep. We know what we're doing. We're veterans now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of that amateur hour podcasting. This is real deal. I don't know about you, but I rolled a 22. I had advantage, and I got a 7 and an 11. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, you're kind of far away. That's very yeah. true. Oh, God, what's your dex bonus? Two? Two. Yeah, okay, the red hags go before you then. So, our initiative order is Tommy at 22, the creatures known as red hags at 17, Rogar also at 17, Deathstalker Loric at 12, Sophia at 11, R4 at 6, Solara at 5. She has a really bad initiative. She doesn't do great on initiative rolls. She doesn't. No. I don't think that necessarily means she's got, got, a, got a bad initiative in general. It's just she rolls really bad for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's with you and hags at the moment? Yeah. They're fun creatures. <sighs> just These ones come in different colours. <laughs> they kind of do. It's like Pokemon. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> catch them all. <laughs> oh. Okay, so what are you doing, Tommy? You are so you successfully stealth with two. What say what? Forty-five feet away. Yeah. Um, okay. 
and I'm gonna and I'm gonna pop. Yeah, I'm gonna pop up. Okay. So you're gonna reveal yourself. Yeah, guns out. So you come out from the tree, essentially that you are hiding behind. Yeah. Give him a shock. The hags, as they notice you, kind of bare their pointed teeth, and you notice they do look very elvish. Like you don't know they're red hags, but hags typically are considered very like ugly, deformed creatures. These ones do not look like that. They look very like a ladrony sort of fey, like high fey. That's it's just a, a thing to point out. And as you reveal yourself, Lorik does look in your direction. He doesn't seem surprised, but you certainly have the jump on him. But he smiles at you. So talking, yeah, over, over our um, over our link. And you're gonna say closer than you thought, perhaps. Look, like you said, we are not ready for our little showdown. I'm quite happy to leave it. Fuck off and let me save my friend. He smiles at you and. He looks down at his hand, and you see this ring he has on his finger, this big red gem on it that sparkles in the light. And he looks at it for a moment, and you see he rubs his thumb over it, and you hear his voice in your head for a moment, and he goes, Quite right. If I was to face you now, your death would be pointless to me. But we should have some fun at least. I'll tell you what. I'm going to leave that ship up there is now my ship, and your friend is about to be handed over to that rather larger armored monstrosity that they're bringing up to port. If you can get past my two little friends here, you might stand a chance of at least getting to your gnomish friend before he's gone. I won't stand in your way. Do we have a deal? So why are you leaving your beasties then? You're not standing in my way. Take him with you. (laughs) Leave me to my friend, and we'll settle this another day. Consider it one last test. I need to make sure that you're ready for what's to come, little Hawkins. Fucking hate <laughs> you so much. Good. <laughs> Good. That hate will make you stronger, and that's what I want to see. One of these days, son, you are going to be chilling about, thinking about how much you'd like to skull fuck Summit, and then Summit's going to come along and skull fuck you. It's going to be a nice little lead shot at about 45 caliber. Plop. Your brain's gonna explode like a watermelon, son. Now, fuck off then. Let me get saved, my friend. <laughs> well, I'm glad you agree, but I think you're going to struggle here by yourself, but that's your choice, I suppose. And he watches his body starts to change, and that human guise he seems to wear expands and twists and he goes taller and taller and his skin goes that sort of dark red color like the hags and he his form basically expands until he is around 20 foot tall Mm. and you watch as this large staff appears in his hand and he hits you with that same little sick smile nods towards you and leaps up into the air flying up towards the platform and Rogar you see this massive creature just suddenly appear on the side of the platform and head towards that second dark ship the stealthier one I'm going to keep on running it's not exactly easy for me to stop I'm a rather large well <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, I, I don't really have an interest in fighting that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I have just revealed a map to you all. Yeah, it's just me on it. Yep. You can uh, see the artwork of one Deathstalker Loric as well. <laughs> Fun guy. Yeah, he's he 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 he's he's a dick. <laughs> I hate him so much. Whoa, he's huge. Oh yeah. Oh, he suddenly got bigger. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Huh. I mean, I, I, I could, couldn't even jump and stab him in the dick. So <laughs> <laughs> he ascends, leaving his two little pets behind. Now. I'll say with that little bit of conversation around has essentially gone by, because you've given up your uh, surprise moment here, Tommy, with that. And that means that, I'll say, as Rogar, Sophia, and that group were already kind of running, they weren't like taken by surprise. They didn't lose their turn. And I'm assuming you're all dashing, which means most of you moved 60 feet towards this encounter. Rogar moved a bit quicker because of his boots. Yeah. But you're still a decent distance away. I'll How be fair and say you're about 280 feet away. Ooh. But it is Tommy's turn first at the top of the round, so if we're kicking shit off, oh, what are tower, you doing, Tommy? How high is the tower? The tower? Mm-hmm. Uh, the tower would be about... I'd say it's about 100 feet high. Okay. Give or take. And how close is this ship that's going to take Valmy away? They are pulling up to dock right now, but we are entering combat time, so six seconds they obviously need to port... Get off the ship, make introductions, agree the trade, bring Balmin onto the ship, which will take a little bit of time. You're not certain how long, but... I think they need to refuel as well. Yeah. Totally need to refuel. Encounter pretty quick. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so... I mean, makes sense for me to open up on the first one, I think. Um, in lieu of anything else to do. So how far away are the guys? Uh, I said they're about 280 feet away from the tower. 180 feet away from Tommy? Um, more than that. Mm, bugger. Okay. So, I'm within normal range from my pistols. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to open up on the first one. I think in lieu of anything else to do. I mean, I could, part of me is like, maybe I could should, should try and appeal to their... Um, Hagginess? <laughs> yeah. Be like, you don't want to fight, do you? You don't want to die for some some big ass twenty foot creature who's fucked off in his ship. Just go live your life. But I'm not a very good conversationalist. I don't think that would work even if I could roll like thirties. So I mean, unless anyone's got any other magic ideas that they wanna shout into my ear, um, using message. <laughs> I'm too far away from you to use message. Using 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 the magic of roll twenty. <laughs> Discord. <laughs> To, to, to tell me what to do. I'm going to have to start blasting, I think. I I have no... no. There's nothing you can do except to shoot at them. A pump them full of lead. Yeah, okay. It is what it is. So, um, last rites on... Uh, they're both much of a muchness, aren't they? So, the, the, the northerly one. Okay. Um, and I got an advantage because I got a crit on my last shot. So... Uh, a 21 with 15 damage. I didn't quite follow that logic for why you get advantage. Uh, I get a grip point. Oh, so you're spending a grip point to do it. Yeah, sorry, I got a grip ah. point for my last uh, last um, shot that yes. was a critical. Uh, and I've, so that refills one of my grip points and I'm going to spend it to get advantage. 
Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It, it does. That's that's how gunslingers work. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay, with a 21, you successfully hit her with last rights. Uh, and nice. Last chunk of 15 piercing damage. Plus d4 necrotic. Yo, yep. Yeah. Mustn't forget my d4 necrotic. Mm -hmm. Every little helps. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Three necrotic damage. When you're taking on a five-person encounter by yourself. Um... <laughs> well, you know. Oh, maybe you should have run away. I, I still can, but not very far. And Valmin's at the top of the tower. I don't want to get too far. Oh, that's very true. Okay. A, long, a lot of time, yeah. Yep, uh, I'm going to take another shot with the other pistol. Uh, just straight up normal now. Uh, 27 with 15 damage. Ooh, 27. That also hits, unsurprisingly. And another 15 damage. Nice. And mm. finally, with the last rights again, uh, 24 and 11. Also hits. Right. And I'm going to move right to the edge of the battle map here. Hopefully out of charge range of these two things. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I can't attempt to stealth, really, can I? Mm, no. For, well... There is an unfortunate added reason why you wouldn't be able to enter stealth when you're this close to them as well. Cool. Uh, I'm a little bit close to you guys, and uh, that's everything I can do, so wish me luck. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that was a fun turn for you. I did some damage. <laughs> yeah, so it is the Red Hack's turn. First things first... One of them is going to look at the other and go, <laughs> Oh dear, I think that little mortal hurt you. Let's take care of that, shall we? And she's going to walk over and cast your wounds on her. Nice. So, let's cast that. Well, I mean, anything that's not a direct attack at me <laughs> right now. <Yeah. laughs> Every round, you guys get a bit closer. <laughs> he watches some of those wounds just sort of start knitting back together. And she uh, heals up for a, a nice chunk of damage there. And what else is she going to do? The other one who's just been healed is going to move a little bit towards you. And as she starts sort of walking forward, you just hear a cackle at you and goes, <laughs> This one thinks he can run. Oh, dear sister, we sense his blood in the air. Pumping through his veins. It will be such a joy to rip his flesh from his bones. And what's she gonna do? How close are you? Yeah, these guys sound like they might get on well with Rogar. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't certain if this fight would happen today, so I didn't look up all these spells. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, <laughs> toy with him. Go on, toy with him. I might do. So he can run up. It'll help. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. I like this spell. She is going to cast Call Lightning on you. Yay. Smiting people is fun. So, the uh, red hag raises both her hands into the air, and you watch as a storm cloud, the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall with a 60 foot radius centered on a point I can see within 100 feet directly above me, comes into being. And she's going to strike you with lightning. So, each creature within 5 feet of the point that she's going to pick needs to make me a dexterity saving throw. And actually. Aww. She's going to cast this at a higher level. She's going to cast this at fourth level. Great. Oh, fuck. Come on, deck saving throw. Mm -hmm. 
You're a dexy, dexy person. Should be fine. I am, yeah. Uh, 24. 24. So you will take half damage. Phew. <laughs> from a lightning bolt that comes down from above to blow you the fuck up. Half oh, blow me the fuck up. Half. Oh. So that would have been 22 points of damage, half to 11. Okay. Well, you say would have. Yeah. Oh, right, sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh. Yes. That's... I mean, it's not, could, 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 could have been worse, but at the same time, I'm not a healthy boy right now. <laughs> I've, I've been through a lot of combat today. Okay, so yes. Got blown up, and now I've been lightning struck. <laughs> <laughs> i got leeches on me. It's a fucking bad day, guys. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> bad day. Tommy's bad day, this arc is called. Would you say you've been thunderstruck? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> we have fun. Rogar! Or do you? I do. <laughs> I definitely do. Rogar, you're about 280 feet away. What are you doing? I am running. Uh, how far can you move? Um, dash. Uh, including a dash, 70 feet. Okay. So you are 210 feet away. <laughs> What's, re what's really bad is I'm the fastest one of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> you are. FYI, oh, oh, oh. to the edge of this rather large map is 95 feet from the tower. Uh. So you run. Deathstalker Loric gets on his ship, tips his cap to the firm, and gets ready to leave. Sophia, what are you doing? I'm dashing. Dashing? So you are hurrying behind Rogar? But somewhat slower. Somewhat slower. Only by, what, 10 feet, I think? Yeah, yeah. 60 feet, yeah. Yep. Okay, that's your turn. Um, R4, I assume, is doing the same. Oh, should I? Oh, no. Yeah, I'm gonna... R4 is doing the same. And so is Solara. Okay, well, Tommy, it's your turn again. You stand here alone to face the demons. <laughs> As I will be for some turns. Nah. Run back to us. Okay. See, if I run back to you, Balwin's not going to make it. If you don't run back to us, you're not going to make it. The other option is to try and run past them. Well, that's the other option I'm thinking of. Can you dash and then Misty Step? I can dash and Misty Step, but I was I was going to save the Misty Step for when I grab Bellman. Yeah. I was going to Misty Step out of there. Ninth level fireball them. I mean, I could. <laughs> <laughs> could, but... You are not, well, it's, I suppose it's entirely up to you. He's your friend. I mean, you know, do you want to use your ninth level fireball now, or do you want to use it to kill the big bad evil guy later? Yeah, I mean, this 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 feels like a like not the right time, even if I might die. Uh, we can leak your corpse and take the fireball from you. This is this, <laughs> this is where this is where being Kurt would be great right about now. Mm-hmm. Because Kurt has a lot more options. Tom, Tommy, Tommy's great as a party member. <laughs> but on my own, I'm, I'm pretty limited to... Ah, stuff. Shoot it. Uh, I mean, I got I got three options. Okay. I run to Valmin. Yep. I run back towards you guys. Yep. Or I stand my ground and shoot. Mm. You can always try and get Valmin some other time, I guess. So, Tommy, as you're standing there surrounded by trees, the storm raging above you, just bubbling up to let loose more lightning upon you. What are you doing? I'm... I'm not about... 
I mean, it's Valmin. If it was anyone else, I wouldn't give a shit. But it's Valmin. So... Gonna run to you. Yeah. I mean, if I run, I've still got these two behind me and an NPC to escort out of there. Not a great position to be in. So, I'm going to bail up to here. How far are you moving? 30 feet to... Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bail up to here. So I'm a bit at, I'm still still a reasonable way away from them, but not you know, not great. And I'm going to start shooting again. And I'm just going to hope I can get towards him in time. And I'm going to use my... I'm going to use that potion that Rogar gave me a minute ago. Ooh, actually, I do have something on me. Potion of speed. Remind mm-hmm. me what that does. You, you didn't you use that in the fight against Kren? No, I didn't use the speed one. Hmm. I don't think I did. Uh, well, potion of speed is haste. Gives you the effects of the haste spell. I had thought it had been used. Oh uh, no, it's just right because it's haste, isn't it? Which which allows you to um like do an extra. Yeah, do an extra attack. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine then. Yeah, I know I did use that, so I. Shame, because it may have helped you, but was necessary at the time. So, are you firing at the uh, one of the hags? Uh, the other thing I could do ooh, is I could Dust of Disappearance myself. Try to spread past them. Can they see through that, though? Might be worth um, a punt. If they have to see if they've got true sight or not. Yeah? It's that, and invisibility doesn't it work like... If they see you disappear, do they not... Well, they kind of know where you were. They know where I was, mm. but if I, if I take it and then move... They could smell blood. They can smell blood. They can smell blood. <sighs> I don't have a lot of options here. This is hard, man. <laughs> test you guys. Test you with difficult encounters and puzzles. Why is it test Tommy Day today? <laughs> don't worry. Everyone else gets tested too. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to... Got your potion of growth. I don't, I don't know what you're going to do with that. I mean, I can make my dick bigger, but <laughs> now, uh, my, my little blue pill of growth. No, um, what does a potion of growth do actually? That's a... Enlarge in effect. Yeah, it doesn't make you any faster or anything. It makes you bigger. Gives you advantage on strength checks. Yeah, I think it gives you an extra d4 of damage on melee attacks as well, or something. Okay, I mean, might be handy if we get to that point, but um, let's rock. Um, a potion, a greater potion of healing that Rogar gave me. Uh, 14 hit points back. That's okay. Um, uh, with my bonus action. And I mean, I'm going to start shooting because that's what I've got. So. Do it, dude. Um, the last rites. The first one, a 27 and 10, and I'm shooting at the nearer one. And my pistol. Actually, no, I'm shooting at the one I shot at last time. That was, that's the further one, isn't it? That's this one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. And a 19 and 11 for my regular pistol. Uh, both of those hits. So 10 points and 11 points off. Okay. Two hits on her uh, dark red flesh. His little bursts of blood spurt out from the wounds, all sort of nasty like. But she still seems pretty, uh, pretty robust. But she is going to have to make some concentration checks on her uh, call lightning spell. However, DC is as low as it can be. Mm. Actually, I fucking failed. Yes! <laughs> I rolled a 21 for the first save and then an 8 for the second. God damn it. Yes. 
Whole lightning disappears at fourth level. Son of a bitch. Fourth level spell Burn disappears. A fourth level spell slot for ten points of damage. I'll take it. Was <laughs> eleven points of damage. Still. Oh man. Sucks to be here. Yeah. I don't like it when Cookson goes quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's your turn, Tommy. That is my turn. That's what I can do. Okay. Okay. Because I just had an idea. I just need to check the uh, range of this. Oh. Should have stayed away. Hmm. The one who is closest to the tower looks at you, Tommy, and goes, Oh, dear sister, I think he wants to save his little friend the master spoke about. Oh, that's cute. And she points towards the tower and is going to cast Hallucinatory Terrain. So she's going to change what the world looks like within a 150-foot cube. Jesus. Right. And you no longer see a tower. You see a big patch of grass. Um, Valmin's fucked. <laughs> I still now, know it's there. Yeah, so I will read this spell out because we have never used it before and it is useful to know. Hallucinatory terrain. Oh, wait, no. Oh, you know what? I can't do this. I feel sad. I can't do this. Oh, okay. oh well. It cool. takes 10 minutes to cast. Uh, yay! Hey. Yay, 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 yay. Uh, can you read it out anyway, just just for the just oh, for intrigue? For intrigue's sake, to revel just in my, a, fucking, in my yeah, shame. Exactly. Um, you make natural terrain in a 150-foot cube in range, look, sound, and smell like another sort of natural terrain. Thus, open fields or a road can be made to resemble a swamp, hill, crevasse, or some other difficult or impos- impassable terrain. A pond can made to be seen like a grassy meadow, a precipice like a gentle slope, or a rock-strewn gully like a wild and smooth road. Um, manufactured structures, equipment, creatures in the area aren't changed, actually. Interesting. So she could make it look like hilly and block the passage, but she couldn't get rid of the tower. Okay. Um, tactile characteristics of the train are unchanged, so creatures entering the area are likely to see through the illusion. If the difference isn't obvious by touch, a creature carefully examining the illusion can attempt an intelligence check investigation against your spell save DC to disbelieve it. A creature who discerns the illusion for what it is sees it as a vague image superimposed on the train. So it's a cool spell, but can't yeah, use it. I mean- it's, it's like a like a way more powerful version of some of the stuff that Kurt had. Yeah. It's the sort of thing Kurt could eventually get. Yeah. In fact, would have access to, I think. Can normally make like five foot by five foot cubes of things to hide behind. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, instead of that, she's going to cast a much weaker spell called Entangle. Ah, I don't like that one. Yeah. Can't, can't so, she just fail to cast her other one and be like, no, I can still see the tower, love? Mm, no, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> so, grasping weeds and vines spout from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. So now, she's going to make all this difficult terrain. Isn't that? What is with you in difficult terrain? Because it's Cookson, so much fun. Cookson likes to slow us down and fuck with us. He's, he, he's, he's done with throwing things that are really hard to kill at us. And now he's just like, do you know what? I'm just going to mess with him. Slow <laughs> down! <laughs> What's even worse, though, is I need you to make me a strength saving throw because you're starting um, in the area where the spell is cast. Should have taken that potion. Yeah, as all these weeds and vines start wrapping around your legs and arms trying to pull you to the ground. A 24. <sighs> Come on, Tom. <sighs> that is good enough so you are not restrained. <sighs> Come on, Tom. Why? Okay, but you are still in difficult terrain. It's all yeah. 
overgrown and horrible to pick through. So that's her turn, and then she is going to move, yeah, back slightly. The other one, however, what's she going to do? She's going to wade into the difficult terrain. Uh, Slowly. Maybe. <laughs> or she might recast Call Lightning with her second fourth level spell slot. What a bitch. A little bit. A little bit. So she's going to target a Call Lightning spell right here, just in front of you, Tommy. And blast you in the face with a lightning bolt. So. Was it within five feet of it? Uh, it's a hundred foot radius around that. Oh, okay. Yeah. She makes another storm. Okay. And it's a five foot radius around where the lightning strikes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, deck save, please. Okay. Just say no. Uh, a 15. <sighs> that is not good enough. I've been rolling well all night, guys. I'm. Yeah. Try my yeah. best to survive here. <laughs> 19 points of lightning damage Ouch. as this bolt of lightning crashes down upon you and you don't know whether it's because you're fighting off all the vines and roots, whether you're uh, just caught off guard by the sudden reappearance of the storm, but whatever the reason, you are not quite as quick as you usually are and you take a full brunt of electrical damage to the face. Ouch. And... Then she's going to reposition herself down here a little bit. So she just sort of glides and walks her way around the uh, difficult terrain. Okay, that is their turn. Rogar! Keep on running. <laughs> I'm gonna run to you. <laughs> just really slowly. That's <laughs> what Rogar does. I'm straight at him. <laughs> You're 140 feet away. Wow. Yeah. Two more turns since you're on the map. I mean, this is tense, guys. I mean, Tommy is left here all alone, trapped with these rather powerful creatures. You may arrive just to watch him die. No. I, and I couldn't have moved any sooner than I did as well. No. I mean, you guys don't have any, like, teleportation spells or anything that you've just been hiding no. up your sleeves by any chance? I, I, I did, but I used it to save Sophia's ass. Oh, it's once per day, isn't it? Once per day. Oh, shit. Otherwise, I could have been there already. I'm probably going to save Valmin. Hey, 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 I would have died. Well, well I mean, you, 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 you technically might not have done because they might not have focused on you. All right, you, shut you up, down. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's okay. okay. Dr. turn. He is prepping his ship for leaving. Sophia, I assume you're following behind. I'm just running. Okay, so you move another 60 feet, as does R4 and Solara. Can Solara cast anything? Solara doesn't really have any, like... Just double-check oh. her spellbook. So any point in me, like, notching an arrow at this? Just say you, you are... If you don't want to dash... Range. Yeah, if you don't want to dash, you can shoot at them. But you're... It's a long range. I'd wait till you're a little bit Is closer. It, yeah, it's a disadvantage. I mean, I only get advantage. Uh, I only get um, normal range at 150 feet, and I'm like 160, 170 feet at the moment. You're, with, yeah, you're with, with a dash. Yeah, so you might as well wait to wait another turn before you start shooting. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Tommy. Then you can just move normally and shoot and just gradually get closer. That's all right. I mean, I've got to, just got to survive, really. So... That bit in Tropic Thunder, innit? Survive! <laughs> um, I'll move down to here, using 10 feet to get out of the square and then 20 feet to move along. And I think I'm... you can one further back because it's oh, 10, okay. 10. 
five. Yeah, yeah. So actually, it'd be more like here. Was it? Was I two squares in or one square in? Uh, two squares in. I thought it was there. Okay. Yeah, fine. So one, yep. two. There you go. To move through the terrain, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So I still have a second wind to use. So let's use that. One d10 plus my fighter level. So that's a seven plus a one d10. Uh, three. That's ten points of health. All something. Indeed. Pulling out all the stops now. <laughs> Wish I had an action surge. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep blasting at the one that's that's in front of me. Uh, the one that I've already taken some chunks out of already. And see what I can do. A 28, which is a crit. Nice. 13 piercing damage. Add another 10 damage on top of that. And add a d4 on which top of Which would also that. be doubled. Oh, yes. So 2d4. Add 2d4, which is a 2. Oh, well. <laughs> it's it's still, still, still 25 points of damage, which I take from one shot. 25, nice. And actually, um, I do... I, uh, it's a bit late now, isn't it? But I forgot to roll my d4 on the last shot. Ah. Well, but she's going to make a um, concentration check on that coal lightning again. Yep. Come <laughs> on. What was that total damage? It was 25. Uh, yeah, 25 damage. Uh, she makes it. And a regular shot with my pistol, straight up, and 19 and 7. 19 also hits. I mean, these uh, these two uh, fey creatures are not overly armored, so they're not too difficult to hit. Phew. That's something. They are quite healthy. She's looking a little bit shot up now. Those wounds aren't quite uh, healing up as quickly as they were, and there's blood spattering around the grass. But she's still standing. Okay, well, that's what I did. I did a second wind, and pop two shots off and I can't do anything more so come on guys keep running <laughs> okay what's she gonna do she you know what she's gonna cast cure wounds on herself really yep, yep. because why not <laughs> yes however she's gonna cast at a higher level because ah. she has some third level spell slots that she hasn't used yet so roll some dice so that's 3d8 plus her uh, thing. Her spellcasting modifier. So you watch as her hand kind of glows green for a moment and she presses it to her chest and a bunch of the wounds seal up instantly. And she looks across to the other fake creature and goes, Sister, do remind me, are we supposed to keep this one alive or can I get to the flaying? And the other shouts from within the uh, tower. I'm not quite sure, my dear. I think the master was a little explicit, but I'm sure he wouldn't mind if you had a taste. And she's going to move slightly closer to you, Tommy. The other one, what's she going to do? Anything? What's she do matter? Uh, she should just sit on her little red ass. <laughs> uh, ooh, actually, I meant to use this spell. Just for shits and kills. Just need to check the range. I uh, fun finally using some more spellcasters against you guys. Ah, mm. oh, it's too damn close. I don't like magic. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep telling yourself that through the burns and shit. Yeah, they, this from the son of a god. Hey, <laughs> not proved that yet. <laughs> I don't like God. Don't believe in my dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
How far away are you? 45 feet. 45 feet. Yeah, for what I want to do, you actually are. So she is... You can't see me, I'm celebrating. I have another spell I could use instead, actually, which would make Uh, sense. This is just bastardly, I know, but... Well, got a playing character, haven't you, Cookson? I do. (laughs) Kurt needs to get off his tour soon. Why why do you think he's on Twitter now? Uh, just, just, a, just a quick reminder uh, to, to, to Bunkle here. This, this is what happens when we split the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, we could have sent the two girls, you see, and then we would have, you know, the, the girls could have gone two on two, and we could have, you know, been sat having some beers with, uh, you know, Cobblestone. Just we could, we could have done, but then we wouldn't be man. watching. We won't be watching the girl on girl actions. <laughs> 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 it would have, would have felt like a loss either way. True, true. And also, Sevilla would have died. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, for for some of us, that's an acceptable thing. For some of us, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> just, get, just get a slap on the wrist from God. It's like, uh, okay, you lose you lose something else, but once you lost your sanity, I mean, who cares? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. I'm just just. Just, just taking way too long for Cookson to look this thing up right now. So, she's gonna cast the Why spell. Why is there a fucking bear? Conjure animals. Oh Why is there a fucking bear? God. Why are there fucking two bears? Creating uh, bears. <laughs> making bears. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna cast the spell, conjure animals, and summon two beasts of challenge rating one or lower. So she's gonna summon two brown bears, and they need initiative. As a group. Oh, that's just annoying, isn't it? They go on initiative six. So oh, t- what, Tommy's also summoning a brown bear of his own in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. And two big old bears appear out of nowhere with their nasty claws and vicious teeth. And they take one look at you, Tommy, and don't look happy. Why do we not have a druid in the party? Hey, <laughs> funny enough, these things are druids. Something you could talk to animals. <laughs> They're like, no, bear. Or a tan bag of tricks. Something we well, can just lob, lob apes at them or something. Beast fight. I Beast. died, all right. Toph died. Toph did die. <laughs> I, I might go, go, go hunting for some more magical artifacts. Hand bag of tricks would be pretty handy in a lot of situations. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, as these two bears appear, you just hear a shout. Make sure nobody gets inside this tower, my dears. Tear them apart if they try. And Rogar. <laughs> Can we finally <laughs> see a Rogar? Hey. Um, I'm probably still not within range to do anything. Are you on the map now? Can you cast a spell? I'm trying to see if I'm even on the map. Um, are you on the map? So you're moving how far? 70 feet again? Yeah. <laughs> you would finally be on the map. Would? Right. Yeah. Because yeah, he was... Because he was... He was, he was this is the fact that he would, like in, it's in the past. 70 feet away from the tower now. Yep. Hey! Hey! Rogue! Rogar, you come running Me! through <laughs> the forest <laughs> to see two giant brown bears... Two red creatures, 
two guards who have been disemboweled and tied to stakes, and Tommy being attacked by vines looking slightly on fire from the electricity. <laughs> I, 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 just, I have this image in my head, probably because I made a tropic point of reference earlier. Um, does anyone remember the bit where Owen Wilson randomly shows up in the jungle with a TiVo? Oh, it's it's um, it's, it's not Owen Wilson, is it? It's, 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 it's Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Like that, holding the clips, like woo. <laughs> yeah, and I and I and I'm stood uh, like a person that you all might, some of you may know, shouting me with my hand in the air, waving. <laughs> Like, an area you really don't want to run into. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rogar, I'm taking it that's your turn unless you're going to cast a bonus action. Oh, I'm just going to... That's my turn. <laughs> okay. It is Deathstalker Lorik's turn. Rogar, you see the black airship start to pull away from the tower. And it turns slightly side on to you, and you see Sophia Solara R4 running up behind you, and you see it point its ballista in your direction. And that's where we're gonna end the episode. <sighs> this is bad. This is not great. I mean it's not fine for me, great. but it's bad for you. About to get hit in the face with a ballista. It's not good for any of us. <laughs> uh, ironically, I you know. <laughs> I may be facing two bears and two <laughs> two red bitches, but no ballistas aiming at me, so <laughs> it's something. Strafe. <laughs> yeah, do the strafe run. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Well, what an episode. Whew. <laughs> why do why do I care about people? <laughs> you know you, what? Know, you care about one person, mate. Yeah, and it had to be that one person, didn't it? Because if it wasn't, right, Tommy would have gone, oh, some shit nailed to the door, gone inside, had some cereal, <laughs> uh, maybe wandered into town for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Seen Rogar, been like, yeah, Rogar, what's up? How's it going? Had a nice chat, given Rogar some stuff to eat off the door. <laughs> uh. But no, Tommy has to care, doesn't he? A little bit. <laughs> about one fucking gnome who needs to f stop being a dick stop <laughs> annoying people that are way more powerful than him <laughs> that's my job <laughs> who do you think you get it from <laughs> Damn it. from your god daddy yeah little dad <laughs> no wrong daddy hey we don't know who we don't know we don't know it's only been hinted don't know <laughs> <laughs> strongly hinted heavily implied with a big dollop of foreshadowing on the top. <laughs> but not explicit yet. Not explicit yet. Well, I hope you all had fun. <laughs> well, I'm not dead, so... Yeah. Not dead yet. It's always a good way to end the D&D session. <laughs> I mean, that's generally how every session ends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not dead yet. Good. That's the sort of uh, level of dread I like to inspire. <laughs> uh, but anyway if you enjoyed the episode be sure to check us out on all your favorite podcast providers if you want to chat with any of us i am on twitter at at trees and no and my players are there with their player names and gtmp at the end of it if you want to catch up on any lore and backstory and pictures and things like that check out our wordpress website at gunpowder trees and no plot or our facebook group also gunpowder trees and no plot and hey if you really like the show and i don't say this very often 
do you remember to actually go like reviewers on iTunes and shit? I know it's stupid. I hate doing it as well, but yeah, helps people get noticed. Also, spread word of mouse mouth. You can spread word <laughs> of mouse, mouse if you want. Actually, yeah, no, screw it. Don't talk about the show. Talk about mice. <laughs> mice are so cool. Yeah, some and, new um, form of viral marketing. Yeah, <laughs> check out that new mouse podcast. Gunpowder trees and no mouse. <laughs> That's uh, I will hand my uh, goodbyes over to the rest of the group. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Wrestling and the Lost Art Podcasting. They're available on all good podcast providers. You can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LOW Podcast. And maybe one day I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, but not during the pandemic. Another three weeks at least, guys. Yep, that's true. <laughs> At time of recording, uh, yeah. that is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? As you listen to this in the far future, hopefully all of that is past you. We don't need to mention it anymore. It didn't happen. And as usual, if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you... But as requested... See, I didn't get anything else on Twitter from anybody. So requested by my fellow players, here is Kurt reading some things out about Tommy. <laughs> hey out there to all my fans. As if you don't know who I am. I'm Kurt Van Helsing lead singer of Thunderhawk, and I'm here to shamelessly plug my latest smash hit, The Golden King, from the album Bring the Noise. That's noise with a Z. So, ah, oh, yeah, 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 Tommy, yeah, yeah. So, um, interesting fact about Tommy, number one. Now, you might have already heard he sleeps naked. Now, this is because he was once being robbed in a whorehouse while he was asleep. But the sight of an angry naked man with a lob on charging at the guy who was trying to rob Tommy Scared the guy so much, he fucked right off. So, Tommy always sleeps naked now. Kind of a luck thing, and because you never know when you're going to get robbed. Didn't need to know that. <laughs> to be fair, I don't need to know the fact that you that Tommy slept naked, but we all know that. So. Hey, Tommy takes after me. <laughs> <laughs> Noise. Um, today, from the big book of things that can kill you, is the letter E. E is for the Earth Elemental. An Earth Elemental plods forward like a walking hill, club-like arms of jagged stone swinging at its sides. Its head body uh, consists of stone and dirt, occasionally set with chunks of metal, gems, and bright um, minerals. That's going to be quite fun, surely, mm. to go against. Yeah, yeah. More, more, more fun than the situation I find myself in now. Yes, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, well... I hope everyone listening at home enjoyed, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Yep. Hey there. I'm Emily. I'm Erica. And we're your new best friends, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Listen to Grow Out of It every Sunday to make fun of us, as all best friends should, while we read our old creative writing from our childhoods. There's a first time for everything, the magnified voice <laughs> replied. Mm -hmm. My name is Morgus, and I will destroy you. <laughs> Classic Morgus. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. 
Epic Games need epic music.